Thank you for joining me today. This is the Life After 30 podcast, and I am your host, Joey Hernandez. I have been a personal trainer and diet coach for over 30 years. Together each week, we will explore the joys of aging. And yes, I said the joys of aging, because that is truly what it can be. Please join me as we discuss our health, diet, weight loss, fitness, and many other topics as we move through the decades of our lives. We may be getting older, but we ain't going down without a fight. So what better way is there to celebrate my podcast name change to the Life After 30 podcast than by doing an episode about aches and pains? As Dr. Smith on Lost in Space would say, Oh, the pain, the pain. <laughs> I know that's a, that's a pretty bad impression. But there is certainly a universal commonality amongst all of us in our 30s and 40s and 50s. And yes, you youngins under 30 also. And that common trait is that as we age, whether it be in midlife or growing into adulthood, is that we will have an increase in aches and pains. What can we do as our body continues its breakdown? What can we do with life's constant aches and pains? Is it just part of life? Will it only get worse? The Aches and Pains of Aging, the 67th podcast of what is now the Life After 30 podcast. So to my listeners who have been with me before, this podcast will be very much like the Human Construction Site podcast. With the new title, it gives me some clarification, as many thought my previous one was about hard hat construction work, I guess. And I had some actual construction worker listeners. So please, if you are one of them, please stick around. But the new title focuses a bit more on a target demographic, but I don't want anyone who happens to be under 30 to run off. This will be applicable to you as well. And by saying life after 30, it opens the door for me in the future to discuss any other subject matter related to our ages outside of fitness and diet info. Now, if you subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, it appears you might have to resubscribe. If you search on iTunes for the Human Construction Site podcast, it will redirect you to the Life After 30 podcast, but subscribers might have been somehow lost in the shuffle of that change. And I'm sorry about that. Please, please resubscribe. I want to keep you as a listener. Please. So now, before my back gets too stiff from sitting here in the chair because I am old as dirt, on to the aches and pains of aging. So sometime after I turned 40, like, like probably literally a day after I turned 40, it all started. I remember 
I noticed it first with my appearance. Have you ever gotten up one morning, gone into the bathroom to start your regular morning routine, you look into the mirror, and oh my God, what is that? You see something that wasn't there the day before, and it's usually, (laughs) never, is anything nice. An extra line on your face that somehow occurred during your sleeping hours. A bit more sagging in your skin. Your eyes a bit duller. Or you brush your hair and something that resembles a small dog appears on your hairbrush. Ah, yes, the hair is falling out of my head. Charming, love it. The joys of aging. It used to freak me out. And I'm not really sure how it happened. I remember when I was a small kid, as I looked at my parents and how they acted, they always seemed so old. Didn't yours? But now, when I do the math, when I was little, my parents were only in their early 40s, and that was 15 years younger than I am right now. Yet I don't feel old inside. Don't you just feel like you're the same person? Maybe just a little bit more mature, hopefully, but really the same young person inside screaming desperately, calling out to be discovered and taken out of what is a withering meat bag that we're held captive in. I don't feel like my parents acted. I've recently connected with some of my friends from way back in elementary school. We lost contact for many years after high school graduation because, you know, that so often happens. But Facebook has been a wonderful tool to reestablish our connection. And we're able to send comments back and forth of memories we had when we were young. But as I look at their photos of their lives and their family gatherings and other activities, they don't seem to be the same people. They're not the same people I went to school with. They post photos of their children and of their, and this is going to be a bit difficult to say, their grandchildren. Who are these people? Where did all the time go? As I think back on the memories as I aged, I was enjoying my life as a teenager. I was establishing my career through my 20s, the exploration of who I truly was through my 30s, the feeling that life was quickly slipping away through my 40s, and now, now, a nice, calm, grounded sense of myself in my 50s. Doesn't it seem like life is just flying by? So fast. Each year it seems to go faster and faster. I have spent many training sessions discussing with my clients who are also interested in these same questions of life why this phenomenon seems to be happening. Could it be that time really is speeding up? I've watched various television shows on quantum mechanics I don't understand it, but it fascinates me. And they talk about the possibility that time does change speed as we age. It's a weird concept, and 
I'm not sure I have my head wrapped around that or I'm not sure I totally believe in that. So in my discussions with my clients, we talk about that and then maybe dismiss the idea and just kind of come to the conclusion that as a kid, we didn't have that much to do or think about. So maybe time was just drawn out more because of that. And as an adult, as we age and get more responsibility and family, more concerns about our health and our well-being as time passes, and we realize that our time on this earth is limited, so maybe it appears that time is speeding up because we feel like we're running out of it. It also certainly doesn't help that the speed of information is so great now. If you watch a cable news channel, you don't just see the anchors sitting there talking to you like it was, oh, I hate to say this phrase, but in the old days. You just don't see the anchors just talking at you anymore. There's a scroll along the bottom that gives the headlines, and often there's columns on the side that list business and stock numbers. And all of this information is coming at us at once. And somehow, it blows my mind, but somehow we can take it all in. Our mind can comprehend all of that at one time. When I was a kid, television shows would premiere in the fall, and each show was on for at least that entire season. So you got used to it. It had a chance to build in its ratings. Now, the competition is so great that if a show doesn't do big numbers in the very first premiere episode, the show could be canceled immediately. Things happen quickly. We are in a much faster world. And even my 57-year-old mind, much to my surprise, is somehow, some way, able to keep up. In fact, I think if I were able to go back to the way it was when I was a child, life at that speed, I think I'd be bored. I just think things would probably be too slow because I've gotten used to the way they are now. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised about the changes that occur in my face and the speed at which time seems to be passing. Those are all part of life, right? but it can be pretty unsettling, certainly at the beginning to get used to it. I can deal with those changes. Changes, change is good, right? We do not grow without there being change, and change is inevitable, so we might as well make peace with it. But I think for me, the most disturbing part of the changes of age is the memory of how I used to wake up in the morning I'd swing my legs over the side of the bed, I'd jump up with enthusiasm, I'd put my clothes on in record time, and then bounce down the stairs looking forward to my breakfast and the day ahead. I was literally a ball of energy just waiting to be released. Now, <laughs> when I wake up, well, it starts out that it's a really good surprise when my eyes actually open for another day, but... Then I have to ever so carefully turn and place my stiff legs onto the floor and then slowly stand and wait for a moment to get my equilibrium and then slowly take a few steps 
working the stiffness out of my joints. Now I'll bend down carefully to pick up my clothes so I don't hurt my back. And then, someone please tell me where my balance went. I can no longer stand and put one leg into my pants and then stand on the opposite foot and put my other leg in and pull them up easily. Now, I have to support myself against something so I don't go flying flat onto my face. I dread the day, and I know it's coming, that eventual, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. Every time I see that commercial, I know that is somewhere in my future. I imagine trying to reach for my phone wherever I might have misplaced it because I forget things now. And I have to call 911 with my pants still down around my ankles? Because I figure the way life goes, you know, the, just the way things seem to go, I have this premonition that I will fall and end up calling for help and be found on the floor where I fell off the toilet. It's just a matter of time. I will be in the bathroom, curled up in a fetal position with my pants around my ankles, it's going to be <laughs> so it's something to look forward to, right? It's something to get up every morning and dream of. But I'm lucky because now I still have the energy and the drive to work out most days. But where I used to feel a bit sore the next day in my muscles after a good strong workout, now I feel it in my joints. Stretching has become something that is not just an option anymore, but it's actually a necessity. I have to work with lower weights also. Gone are the days when I would lay down on a bench with a set of 100-pound dumbbells and do a strong 10-rep set. I did that for years and years. Now I think if I picked up 100-pound dumbbells, then sat down on the bench propped the dumbbells on my thighs as I prepared before I had the chance to lay back, I would probably crush the dusty bones of my knees and need a knee replacement. Time's a-passin', folks. Yes, more fun of aging. Each day we rise to greet the morning, unsure of what delightful changes our body has in store for us that day. It's almost enough to make you stay in bed and pull the covers up over your head and stay there all day. Almost. It's almost that bad. But then inevitably, someone would probably just think I passed away anyway and the sheets already pulled up over my head for convenience. But we don't give in, do we? We fight. We fight every day, every hour if necessary to keep strong in the battle of life. We find ways to overcome our mounting limitations. I think in a lot of ways the calmness that seemed to come with the second half of life, maybe it's something like a payoff, the compensation for the changes that we have to endure in our physical body. I can remember when I was young such psychological torment in my younger days. Now, I've shared in the podcast that both my parents died when I was a teenager. 
As a matter of fact, I've, I've mentioned it on several occasions. In fact, I've mentioned it so often that I got a message from somebody telling me that they had a drinking game that every time I mentioned my dead parents, they would take a shot. That's how often I mention my dead parents. But in my earlier days, when I was younger and all of that happened, I remember how much more traumatic and dramatic life seemed. You know, every single relationship was so dramatic and, and so much family problems, feeling that I was so misunderstood, feeling like my life was so much more difficult than what other people had to deal with. And really? I, I can't believe that I really felt like that. I can't believe that my ridiculous small problems that... I know now we're all brought on by myself, somehow compared to all the suffering in the world. I just, I just had no concept of that because I was on my own and alone and so self-focused. And that was a detriment to my life, I think. You know, back then, yes, my body was great. I worked out, I ate healthy, I lived a strong lifestyle that made me look, at least from the outside, like I had the world by its tail. But inside, ultimately, I was a complete mess. So all that physical beauty wasn't even appreciated by me back then. So whoever once said that famous saying, youth is wasted on the young, how true that truly is. But ultimately, we can't just give in to our aches and pains, can we? No, we, we can't let ourselves give up and just accept that. It might slow us down a tad, but if we are smart about it, we can work with our aches and pains. Now, pain, of course, is a sign that something is wrong. And even as we age, Aches are a signal that we might have overdone something the day before. We don't have to stop living. We don't have to stop moving and having a high quality of life. But we do have to use our brains in our approach. Have you ever watched a dog or a cat when they first wake up? Notice what they do. They stretch. Almost all animals have a natural instinct to stretch. Yet we supposedly, theoretically, the most advanced of the animals, seldom do. Stretching is important. It keeps things moving so your muscles don't atrophy. It keeps your joints limber. It increases your range of motion. Stretching is important for everyone. Additionally, resistance training, also known as weight training, is strongly suggested for both men and women as we age to not only assist in our appearance, which is a wonderful thing, don't get me wrong, but it helps increase our bone density so we don't get osteoporosis. It increases our heart health. It helps fight depression and body fat gain. You don't have to go out and become a muscle head. Light weights, slow movements... It's all good. That's what we need to do. One of the biggest mistakes that people seem to make is that once they encounter a challenge that results in a bit of stiffness and soreness, is that they stop doing the activity, assuming that that activity is detrimental to their health. 
that is often not the case. Everyone, no matter what their age, will encounter these issues when they push themselves to their limit. But we do not grow, either physically or mentally, without us pushing ourselves more and more. But of course we use our sanity in our approach. But by backing off and not doing something because the challenges and our limitations will increase, our body has a way of, if we don't use something, our body assumes it does not need to keep it in a healthy state. Imagine if you just decided one day to stop using your left arm. That stupid left arm, always trying to do stuff on its own, possessed by the devil it is. Okay, that's a little extreme. But if you did stop using it, within a short period of time, you'd see it begin to diminish in size. And when you did move it, it would hurt like hell. It might take a lot of effort just to move it because it is stiff and the muscles aren't used to moving. By the way, a little side note here. In those horror movies that you see, where someone who has been in a coma for a long time suddenly wakes up and is chasing the heroine down the hallway of the hospital. Heroin the person, not heroin the drug. Well, actually, he actually maybe both. The heroine with the heroine is being chased. But that actually couldn't happen because their muscles will have atrophied while they were in the coma. They would be shrunken and have become useless from inactivity. So when you are in a hospital visiting someone, don't worry about comatose zombies getting you. If you take nothing else away from this podcast today, let it be the assurance to you that comatose zombies are the least of your concerns. But that is what makes people have such difficulty moving as they age. It hurts a bit, so they move less. Then it hurts more because they haven't moved it, so they move it even less. I know it sounds stupid and even dangerous to try to do movements that hurt, and that is why, my little listeners, you will be intelligent enough to talk to your doctor about your concerns and issues. But I would be greatly, greatly surprised if you did consult your doctor and your doctor says, oh, don't move, just stay in bed all day, or stay sitting on the couch all day, because that's good for you. No, you have to do something. If you do not currently work out or exercise, think strongly about it. Consider just dipping your toes in the warm pool of movement and activity. And if you have not been doing resistance movements that might cause discomfort or pain, yet you are feeling consistently in pain, please be wise, be smart, be intelligent, go see your doctor, because that is a sign that something is wrong, and it's better to find out sooner rather than later. Pain is a sign that something is wrong. Now, after workouts, discomfort lets you know that work has been done. Discomfort. But pain not associated in any way with exercise, if you're just feeling pain, that needs to be looked into. So no, my friends, as I said in the intro, we are not given up without a fight. Actually, I said we ain't given up without a fight. We ain't given up without a fight. 
Our bodies still have some wonderful feelings and activities within them, no matter what our age. 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 100s. We just have to open our mind, become strong of thought, and determined that we will make this body shell work to our benefit for years, maybe even decades more. This has been a humorous, hopefully, humorous look at our body's changes. If you are brand new to my podcast, especially since this is the launch of the rebrand to the over 30 crowd, and young ones, you know what? Those people under 30, you know what? While you have been listening to this podcast, you have actually aged. You are getting closer to that number 30 by the minutes, by the seconds. Tick, tick, tick. Ah, life's clock is ticking away, my friends. I want to make future podcasts be fun, yet filled with useful information. So please check out some of the previous episodes. If you do go back to anything before this podcast that I'm recording right now, you're going to hear the old introduction. So you're going to hear my alien voice announce the Human Construction Site Podcasts. And that's my old title. But those are now going to be the older episodes of this podcast. So I'm not going to redo the intro. I don't see the point of doing that. So just be aware, everything before this is going to introduce it as the Human Construction Site Podcast. But it's all the same. Please subscribe. Please look for Life After 30 Podcast on iTunes. It should be there momentarily, if not at the moment and I'd love a star rating and or a comment from you if you are an iTunes listener. I'll be back with more tantalizing topics for your consideration. Meanwhile, my disclosure follows. Oh, crap. You know what? My disclosure still says the human construction site also. So I'll have to redo that at some point. But give it a listen if you haven't heard it before. I'll be back soon. Bye. Hey folks, Joey Hernandez here of the Human Construction Site Podcast, and this is a pre-recorded disclaimer that I'm going to insert into each episode of the podcast. So please give me just a moment of your listening time and listen to this disclaimer. First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Human Construction Site Podcast. I hope that the information that you receive from the podcast is unique and useful to you in your quest to live a healthier and more vibrant life. I have been a personal trainer for over 30 years. This podcast and the Human Construction Site blog that it is tied to are based on my opinions and my experience working with clients all these years. I am not, 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 not a doctor. I ask that any and all information that you receive from me, as well as anywhere else on the internet, or on TV, or on websites, books, wherever the source, that you discuss that and review it with your personal physician before implementing any kind of lifestyle changes. Your doctor knows you best. He or she knows your personal medical history, knows your medications, your family's history, and together 
you with your physician should have a dialogue to ensure that any changes are right for you. So please, 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 please consult your doctor. Thank you. Mm-hmm.